you are listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. Did that guy just say that the Olympics are t- next year? How did we get to the next Olympics so fast? Because the 2020 Olympics were in 2021. I feel like that went real fast. I feel like they just finished the Olympics the other day and now we're already up to the next one. It was two years ago. Man, that went like a blink. I'm getting old. It was, it was two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot. Like 2021. Paris Olympics. Have you been to the Olympics? I've never been. I have been to the Olympics Sydney as a baby. Yeah. I don't, of course, I don't remember it. But my yeah, dad took us to the Olympics, and I forget which of. I think he took us to the swimming. Oh, okay. I think okay. All, we all wanted to go to this. Like yeah, every Australian yeah. wanted to go to the swimming because we cleaned I'm gonna, up. I'm going to say something controversial, but I think after the Sydney 2000 Olympics, Olympics have just gone downhill from there. Oh wait, why? Because they can't top us. We did such a great job. Oh, the opening ceremony, the closing ceremony. Like, it was just. The atmosphere, it was just wonderful. Yeah. Well, Even the, twi- the officials themselves said this has been the best Olympics ever. Yeah. And they didn't say that at the Greek ones after that. Yeah. Well, yeah, man, the Greek one was really interesting. Because- well, they had to keep it simple because they're like, how do we top Oz? We're like, we can't. We'll just go traditional, simple, minimalist. That was their stance. But simultaneously, like, all the Americans were on staying. Did you know this? Because of, like, Iraq and Afghanistan and whatnot, all the Americans at the Olympics were staying on a on a Navy like cruise oh, ship. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it was, it was pretty wild. The, the Chinese Olympics is pretty cool. I remember leading up to that. Oh, man, I was so young. But leading up to the to the 2008 Olympics, they were talking about how, like, how are they going to run track in the stadium in Beijing when there's so much pollution? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, And then yeah, yeah. the 2012 Olympics, like, London Olympics, epic. Dude. Yeah. Epic. Yeah. And then 2016, Zika virus. Mm-hmm. And then 2020, um, obviously COVID, but the Japanese Olympics were epic. And the Japanese Olympics added three epic events. Well, two of two of them are the most epic to me, which is rock climbing and skateboarding. Oh, it was so cool. It was, so, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me give you another clue for our Who Am I quiz this morning. I am a chief prince. 0491064669 is the number to call. Uh, I am a chief prince. This being has many, many titles. Just keep in mind that we are looking for a particular one, uh, one of one of the names for this uh, being. So give us a call, 0491064669. Text us in and tell us who you think it is. Who am I? I am a chief prince. Mm, absolutely. And congratulations to all the people who have been getting it right. Mm. Yeah, dude, people have been doing really, really well. I got a text here from Braden. He says, I'll have to listen to the podcast then. I was sitting my NAPLAN test, a requirement for my education degree. It was so much fun. So is he sitting the NAPLAN test that children... No, so he can become a teacher, I think. Do you know what the NAPLAN test is? Uh, No. See, that's your problem. (laughs) So the NAPLAN test was actually introduced when I was in year five. Okay. And it's a standardized test for children to assess like what level they're at across Australia. So you do one in year five, like three, five, seven, nine. Mm-hmm. You do these NAPLAN tests. It's like a standardized Australia-wide test that has no bearing on your grades or anything. It's just to see where schools and kids are at. And it's used to, to rank schools. Now, Brayden is taking it. He says he was sitting his NAPLAN test. So um, you have to do that to get your teaching degree. Brayden, please explain. Hey, let's uh, let's get the Bible open. Let's head to Isaiah 65 and verse 17. You want to do that for us? Isaiah 65. Isaiah 65 and verse 17. Isaiah 65 and verse 17. We're going to be considering in this final day here the Sabbath. 
as we've been talking about right throughout the week, we were looking yesterday how amazing the Sabbath is, how God has given us the Sabbath to be able to keep to be a blessing to us, and how it's actually an expression of our connection with God. We were talking about why it is that we keep the law yesterday, and that it is that keeping the law is not necessarily a means to be saved by it. In fact, it's not at all. The means of which we say by it is the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ and the acceptance and belief by that. We're saved by grace through faith. But the outcome of that grace and faith is the the outcome of that grace and you know accepting Jesus by grace through faith is that we will then be made into his workmanship. At least that's yeah, what the Bible says. And it was says what you said yesterday about chapter two. About following God's law that made me think of that um the bouncy castle arson story. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So we come to now the point where it's, okay, then we have been given the Sabbath to keep. I briefly mentioned as the show was closing, because we, we were talking about the book of Isaiah yesterday, how Isaiah actually gives us information that the Sabbath will be kept in an ongoing sense. But let's pick it up in Isaiah 65 and verse 17, if you can read that for us. Look, I am creating new heavens and a new earth, and no one will even think about the old ones anymore. Okay, so do you think we'll be in heaven and earth thinking about like... Cashless society. Cashless society. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we're, we're chilling. So we, we absolutely will not be. Then furthermore, do you think we will be in heaven, say? We'll be in heaven and we'll be thinking about, oh, man, I used to cook the best stir fry on earth. <laughs> With vegetables from my garden that kept dying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, oh, oh, dude, remember when we used to drink oat milk? <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, <laughs> no. There, there is it, it, the reality is is that we will be in heaven and earth, rejoicing in the greatness that is there. Amen. The Bible says that no eye has seen, nor ear has heard the things that God has prepared for us in the place to come. Heaven will be far and away better than anything we have now. But the blessing that we have from God is the ability to experience a taste of heaven. Because oh. although so many things will pass away, you know, I, we won't. I, I wonder how the heavenly buildings will be built. We know that they're made with gold and, and whatnot. Um, but I, I look at the buildings here and I see brick and, and mortar and yeah. uh, I see, you know, drywall or what, what do we call drywall in Australia? We have another name for it. I don't um, know. Uh, Plaster, plaster, plaster. I, I don't know. Whatever. I don't. I'm not a builder. I, I can fix your car, but I can't fix your house. Unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, like we here, and I look at you know this this a building and and whatnot. But it's again in comparison to what will be in heaven. It's just simply nothing. All of these things will will pass away. But there is one aspect of earth that we will be able to participate in in heaven, and that is the Sabbath. And we're going to be exploring that as we continue to read the Bible. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM. Monica, can you give us our final clue for the quiz? Final before the draw, I am not Gabriel, but I am an archangel. Who am I? 
Not, mm-hmm. not Gabriel, but an archangel. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text. Of course, our prize for this week is, which will be drawn at eight forty five, is the amazing forty days of prayer, the work in the ministry of the Holy Spirit, which you can pick up again for, for absolutely for free. All you have to do is get your answer in zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. We now come again. We were talking about the slice of heaven that we get to experience here on earth. And, and yeah, the point um, making before we went into the song break, it's like, although we have, uh, we have buildings of brick and mortar before us simultaneously, like we, we don't even think I, I personally, I don't think that this will necessarily be the method that's used to, to make buildings, you know, the, the, the forms and the shapes of things that we see today, I think, yeah, in heaven, things will be different. Although we see in, the book of Revelation, as John is describing, he says, oh, there's streets of gold, but that gold is as transparent as glass. I think that John didn't even possess necessarily the words or mm. the conceptions to understand exactly what was before him. He's like, yeah, there's a, there's a city and it's like a cube that's like this long and this long, which there's a couple of different understandings of how big the city in heaven is based on what you understand um, yeah, ancient measurement to be, whether it's it's either the size of like New South Wales or a size that's smaller than that, just just the city itself, which is a pretty big city, which we've actually proven dependent on population density. You could you could you could fit the entire world's population into the size of New South Wales pretty easily. But regardless, it's going to be this big, beautiful city of which, yeah, the the conception of such is so difficult to understand because we live on such a world that is broken and sinful and so different to, I think, what heaven will be like. But that being said, we have this time of rest. Um, we, As we saw in Isaiah 65, verse 17, For behold, I have created new heavens and new earth, and the former shall not even come to, be, come to mind or remember because the new will be so great. But then we come to Isaiah sixty six twenty two a a um a verse that we read yesterday. Do you want to read that for us? Isaiah where? Isaiah sixty six and verse twenty two. Let me just turn my page. Twenty two says this: As surely as my new heavens and earth will remain, so you will always be my people, with a name that will never disappear, says the Lord. Mm, absolutely. So we are given uh you know. A new, put into a new heavens and a new earth at a time which shall, you know, remain. I, I love how it phrases it in my Bible. I have a new King James here. It's like, which I will make, the new heavens and the earth, new earth, which I shall make remain before me so that your you and your descendants will remain. It's also a city. We, we don't get to experience the, the experience of the heavens and earth now because there is death as well, which adds, think about the Sabbath experience when you're coming together, not just with your church congregation who is present right now, but you, your ancestors, your descendants, people of all time. It will be all the Bible characters, all the Bible characters. You'll be able to, you'll be able to spend Sabbath with Daniel, you know, ask him about Mm -hmm. vegetarianism. Of course you won't be, (laughs) again, as we're saying, you won't necessarily think of vegetarianism, you know, well, we're all going to be vegetarian in heaven, but you won't necessarily be thinking of his vegetarian stint on earth and, and going like, yeah, it was, it was really amazing. And da, 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 da. We're going to be enjoying the experience of keeping the Sabbath in heaven. It's going to be amazing. Let's go to another verse. Let's go to second Peter chapter three. And if you want to read verse 13 for me, Monica. Second Peter chapter three and verse 
let me have a look. I'm reading from the NLT, sorry. Second mm. Peter chapter 3, and verse 13 says this, But we are looking forward to the new heavens and new earth he has promised, a world filled with God's righteousness. Mm, absolutely. A world filled with God's righteousness. I love this. I love this idea of a world filled with God's righteousness. I do a lot of Bible studies with a lot of people. And, you know, people from different backgrounds and, you know, uh, Christians from different denominations, uh, you know, people who are secular, people for, I've, I will study the Bible with people from a Hindu background. I've studied the Bible with people from a Muslim background. And the conception and the idea of living forever, even amongst people of faith, can sometimes be a little bit uh, pressing. I don't know. It, it gives people, it, it leaves people in a weird place. I think especially amongst you know, those who aren't of faith. But even amongst Christians, it's a little bit of a, oh, man, living forever? That's a, I don't, I don't really know about that. And I think it's one of the contributors to a statement that I hear a lot of Christians say, which is essentially, oh, you know, like I love having Jesus in my life on this earth. And I, I think, you know, we should, we should, uh, I think we should follow Jesus. But, you know, and, and if we follow Jesus, the, uh, the outcome of that is that we get to go to heaven, but that's not what it should be about. You know, it, it shouldn't be about going to heaven. It should be about, um, you know, you know, just, just living a good life here. And I just want a good life here. And, you know, if I make it to heaven, you know, that's pretty good. But if I don't, then, ugh, you know, such is life. Da, 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 da. And I hear people say that. I hear Christians say that often. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Heaven is the goal. Um, as the, the song Side by Side says, is heaven is our goal and saving every soul. The reason Jesus lived, died, and resurrected is so you could come to heaven, so Amen. that you could live with him for eternity. If Jesus didn't need to do that, if Jesus didn't want to give you eternal life, he wouldn't live, die, and resurrect. The ultimate example of self-sacrificial love would not need to have been made if eternal life was not the goal. God wants you to have eternal life because God wants to interact with you eternally. He wants to have a relationship with you eternally. Furthermore, we want to have a relationship with each other and all the people of the earth eternally. And that is the goodness of heaven that we don't understand now. We're, think, we're thinking like, oh man, if I had to live a life on this, you know, if I had to live an eternal life, like the life that I live on this earth, that would be terrible. You know, the life that I live on this earth, every day I'm getting older and every day my bones click more and creak more. And, uh, you know, I'm in the rat race of going to my job and earning money, which makes me more tired. And, And especially like the older we get, the less tolerance that we have to be able to continue to work. And eventually we get to an age in which we retire with the savings from our life. And then we decay and decay and decay until eventually we die. And, and it's like, okay, well, that's, you know, there's some, there's a limited period of good in this world that is then, you know, in between those limited periods of, of the, the really good, amazing, incredible times is, is a lot of hard work and a lot of potential difficulty. Now, I think that God can be working throughout your life. And so you can take the good with the bad. And as the Bible says, all things can work out together for good for those who love him. Amen. But, the righteous life that we will experience in heaven when we get to live in the presence of God's righteousness is something that we have never experienced. Yes, we will still have purpose. Yes, we'll still have things to do. We'll even have jobs in heaven, just as uh, Adam, as our first parent, was given the job of naming the animals. We will be in heaven, living in God's righteousness, experiencing God's goodness for eternity, a goodness which will never be eclipsed by 
you know, anything we could possibly do. It's not a constant state of nirvana. It's not this babies floating in the clouds with the harps. No, we are going to be people interacting with each other, but we're going to be living in total righteousness and goodness without the presence of sin and death and suffering. And we are going to be able to have an experience that is unknowable and unmatchable right now. But we do, we do just get a small little slither into that experience and that is the experience of keeping the Sabbath. By keeping the Sabbath, by worshiping God, by gathering together in a time of rest from our labors and from our work and from our difficulty, we get to experience what heaven is like. And you can start today. Absolutely. Coming up tonight, you'll be able to find rest in the Sabbath. So, yeah, guys, get in. You know, go. I know that I'm going down to my to my uni because they have something on tonight, like a like a little worship service and get together for opening Sabbath. Find somewhere to do that yourself. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. You are listening to the Breakfast Show, and listen, we've, we've laboured, we've we've pushed, we've wow. This sounds like giving birth. Uh, <laughs> wait, shout out, shout out Emma Lemke right now. I don't know. Oh, what she, she? I don't know. I don't know what she's up to, but. She's she's almost ready to go, and, and by by Emma, we, we're talking about Blair, of yeah. course, who was who was here last week, filling in in the show and presenting on Faith FM. Uh, his wife is very ready. I, I was I was my thing was uh, I wanted Thursday last week. No, yeah, Thursday last week, and I I still haven't heard news that it's it's happened. So well, I saw her not yesterday, day before, the day before. So yeah, she's still. You know, every, day that, around. every day that goes by that she hasn't given birth, I am absolutely surprised. <laughs> yeah. That's like me with the coming of Jesus, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, <clears throat> but we've we've gone through this week and we've come to the other side ready to spin that wheel and give someone a prize. So here we go. Shanna, if you can spin that wheel. Oh, there we go. It's spinning. It's slowing down. And we have a winner. All right, well, we're going to be getting them on the phone. Let's make our way through the answers for the quiz. Yeah, today's Who Am I quiz, uh, the answer, of course, was Michael. Uh, so it was Michael who protects the names that are written in the book. Michael is the chief priest. It was Michael who disputed with the devil about the body of Moses. And Revelation 12 tells of Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon and his angels. Michael is not Gabriel, but he is an archangel. Mm, mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I I love Michael so much. I love Michael in the Bible. Um, you know the t- places where he shows up and gets it done. So we had a lot of people writing in Jesus, and you know because it's like oh he he guards yeah. the elect and and whatnot. But we had one text message from Freco who and Freco proudly proudly exclaims. He says, "Hey, um, you know." Michael is none other than Lord Jesus. Now, that is a whole Bible study in itself, but I totally and absolutely agree. Michael is none other than Jesus, and we see that because Michael is the archangel. He's not an angel, but the head of the angels. He is called Michael. The word itself means the one who is like God. And Michael is also given the same description when we see him in the book of Daniel and Jesus in the book of Revelation. They look exactly the same. There's so much more to talk about, but we have our winner on the phone. Brayden, are you there with us? I am indeed. Oh, Brayden, congratulations on... Wait, is this Mushroom Brayden? Yeah, the of Brayden? course, it's the Brayden. 
definitely me. Hey, Brayden! Mm. <laughs> nice to finally talk to you in person. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So you're going to be getting this book of have have you have like I'm I'm just wondering because there's twelve of these devotional forty day prayer books. Do you have one already? No, not at all. Oh, so you're nice. going to be getting this one and you're going to be blessed by yeah, being able to read and, and see and, and know the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Absolutely. Sounds good. Absolutely. And I, I'd, I'd love to know, you know, is is reading the Bible every morning and doing a devotion, you know, having that relationship with Jesus, is that something that you personally participate in? Definitely. Sometimes, obviously, yeah. Things happen, but you know, you try and do it every day. Absolutely. And now you're going to be in, you know, given that I, I love this book too because it's all about the Holy Spirit yeah. and how He can work in our lives and in our hearts. So, oh, Brayden, congratulations. Yeah, thank you very much. Mm, awesome. Hey, thank you for joining. Oh, us. hey, Brayden. Just by the way, oh. congratulations on the on the on the nap plan. Oh, uh, yeah, because yeah. you messaged in saying it's actually different to the American one. And uh, congratulations for oh. getting all the way through that. Do you, have you found out your results yet? No, I don't find them until um, June. So yeah. Okay. Cool, oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, also we we need more Christian teachers out there. So good on you. Pat on mm. the back for doing that. It must have been hard. Oh no, the test test in fine, but the rest of, the rest of the degree is a bit hard. That's awesome, will know. Amen. We got any, any learning. Yeah. We've got to pray for our Christian students out there. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. and pray for Christian teachers as well. Teaching That's at the it. moment is an industry where there are more teachers leading, uh-huh. leaving than teachers coming in. So yeah. they need help. Braden, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. Awesome. Hey, oh, Michael the Archangel. Yeah, so we're talking about Michael the Archangel. And Michael the Archangel, which was the answer to our quiz today. So there's a particular story in Exodus we see in the story of Moses approaching the burning bush. And this story is so interesting for a, a number of reasons. In fact, it's the one of the outcomes of this story is what I'm writing an essay on. You know, it talks about hardening Pharaoh's heart and whatnot, that communication in the book of Exodus chapter 4. But in Exodus, we see Moses approach the burning bush and he's seeing that it's burning and it's not, it's not being, you know, it's not, the, the bush itself isn't disintegrating. It's not burning. It's not mm. being consumed by the fire. And then he sees the angel of the Lord in the bush and he approaches the bush and he worships the bush while the angel of the Lord is there and calls the bush God and says, and addresses the angel of the Lord that is in the burning bush as God. Now we know that angels, when we read the book of the revelation, absolutely detest being worshipped. Yeah. Anytime Unle- it happens, they're like, no, no. Unless the name is Satan, of course. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But angels completely detest being worshipped. They're like, no, only God is able to be worshipped. Yet this this being called the angel of the Lord. It's a very specific, we can read in the Hebrew there, it has a very specific preposition, the angel of the Lord allows worship. And then again, we see this character of Michael the archangel who is the one that's fighting Satan, the one who's protecting the saints, the one who's doing all these things. It's none other than pre-incarnate Jesus. Doing conversation with Monica, just just about parents. Yeah, parents. You know, we just, love them. Just can't live with them. Can't live without <laughs> them. You know, just no. I, I love my parents. Oh, you shout out my mom who just moved into a new place and we helped her get all the furniture in last night, man. Because there was a piano and a pool table. Mm. And bro, like that would have been heavy. Oh, we, we had four of us. It was two, both my sisters, to my two older sisters, their husbands, my dad, and myself. The the boys of the family because it's kind of like. Until they came along, my family is very kind of female. 
uh, in terms of like three sisters and myself. But um, yeah, just but shout guess, out my parents. After all that heavy lifting, you're probably looking forward to a day of rest. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> Ladies and gents, thanks for tuning in this week. We wish you a blessed, happy, restful, rejoicing Sabbath. Uh, as the, as the sun goes down today, yeah, spend time with friends, spend time with family, spend time with Jesus. Amen. And guys, as you go through this day and as over, you go over the weekend, remember to talk faith, to live faith, and to act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.